unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Our reading tonight is going to come from Isaiah, the 62nd chapter. And why we need to read from Isaiah 62, in the words of Jesus Christ, is he wished, he prayed that people would know the things that are for their peace. It's one of the lamentations of our Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, he said, I wish you knew what I have done for you. I wish you knew what the Father has done for you through Christ. I wish you knew the things which belong to your peace. And then he said, they are hid from your eyes. I think one of the challenges that we're dealing today in the church is not so much of what God has done and is doing, but rather how much blindness is in the church concerning Jesus Christ and his ministry on the earth, why he came. And these are things that I believe that over the years, not only should we teach to those that are learning, but also bring to remembrance for those who have known these things or are established in these things, because the Christian life should be a life worth living. Do you agree? It should be a life everyone should look at and say, I wish I was a born again believer. Again, the Bible says that they were called Christians because they were like what? Christ. Not because they were just followers of Christ, but they looked like Christ. They walked like Christ. They functioned like Christ. They applied like they were Christ. And the Bible says they were called Christians. Somebody shout hallelujah. We're living in a time where the doctrines that are taught on our altar, many of them, unfortunately, many of them, or some of them from hell, the Bible says the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter days men shall give heed to seducing spirits and teach doctrines of devils. Today, what is true actually is presented as false. And what is false is presented as what? As true. But God gave us the antidote and said, you will know them by their word, fruit. You can say anything. You can insinuate anything, but you can never fake fruit. It's either there or it's not what? There. Somebody shout hallelujah. So, we see the heart of the Father in what he wants to do for his children. In what he wants to do for you and I. And Isaiah 62, the prophet gives us a very profound expression of vision. And he says, let's read Amplified. For Zion's sake will I, Isaiah, not hold my peace. But the spirit at work within Isaiah is the spirit of who? God. Are you following? 
God is prompting his prophet to stand a certain way, to minister a certain way, to believe a certain way, until there is peace in who? Zion, us. We are of Zion. Somebody shout hallelujah. The Bible says you're coming to what? Zion. All of us belong to the heavenly Jerusalem. He says you're coming to Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. That's where you are. And to the company of innumerable angels and the spirits of just men made perfect. And to Jesus, the mediator of the what? The new covenant, whose blood speaketh better things than the blood of Cain and Abel. So when we say Zion, ye are Zion children. So the prophet Isaiah is saying, I, Isaiah, will not rest until I see peace in Zion. But rather, the spirit of God at work in him is restless until he sees peace in what? In Zion. Follow. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her imputed righteousness and vindication go forth as brightness and her salvation radiates as does a burning what? Torch. Now, verses 2, when we see the imputed righteousness, why you've been hearing us teaching about righteousness, why we are building something. God is speaking to us in a certain direction. We're not talking about the righteousness that you have earned. We're talking about the righteousness that is what? Imputed on you through what? Through faith. He says, and the nations shall see your righteousness and vindication, your rightness and justice, not your own, but he's ascribed to you, God ascribed to you. And all the kings, the Bible says, shall behold your salvation and glory, and you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name, and you shall also be so beautiful, listen, and prosperous as to be thought as of a crown of glory and honor in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem, exceedingly beautiful in the hand of your God. He says, you Judah shall no more be termed what? Or rejected. Nor shall your land be called desolate any more. But you shall be called Hephzibah, that is my delight is in her, and your land shall be called Bula, married, for the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married, owned, and protected by God. Let me first address a group of some people. You know, I have heard people say, oh, there's these preachers that are preaching about the prosperity gospel, the prosperity gospel. Listen, there is no such thing as a prosperity gospel. It's not there. Maybe some people overemphasize certain opinions or ideas concerning prosperity that sometimes extend beyond the boundaries of truth granted. But that is not a prosperity gospel. Because if I can just use this portion of scripture, you cannot separate prosperity from the gospel. You understand what I'm saying? What does Joshua say? This book of the law shall not depart from your what? From your mouth. But you shall meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is what? Written therein. For then, he says, thou shall you what? Thou shall you what? Make your way what? Prosperous. And then thou shalt have good work, success. It is not possible 
to read the Bible like you should, to speak the word like you should, and not be prosperous. It is not possible. So, get that out of your head. The life of salvation is a prosperous life. I've had people criticize the prosperity that God has given you and I. I've had people do that. And some either have failed, they've tried in life and failed. You know, some people don't know how to take defeat, right? They don't know how to what? Yeah, there's an English word called cognitive dissonance. Go and read about it. The brain is so blown by something, it's hit. And because a man can't find a way out, they create something crazier to go out. But the truth is you cannot run away from the reality that God has called all of us to live a good life. Oh, you know, you're telling people that everyone, oh, what about those who are not living a good life? Well, let's teach them the word so they would know the truth. And the truth will what? Will set them free. Let us not be complacent and give excuses of their inadequacies as though they are acceptable that way. Poverty is a spirit. Are you hearing me? Look at wisdom. The Bible says the poor man's wisdom is despised. Do you know what that means? It doesn't matter how rich you are. Poverty cannot rhyme well with wisdom. There's a way they look. No, 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 read it. Ecclesiastes 9.16, let's read. Uh-huh. Nevertheless, I, wisdom, is better than strength. He says, nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is what? And his words are not what? Hard. Now, stay poor. You stay poor. You know, we have those, it's all right. I'd rather be poor, but God to heaven, yes. But you can also be a success and go to heaven. Somebody shout Hallelujah. So there are certain things that don't go together. Wisdom hates poverty. Poverty hates wisdom. They just don't connect. A poor wise man. No, no. <laughs> far from you. Say, far from me in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout hallelujah. But here you say that, that God wants not only to beautify you, but also make you prosperous. Now, whatever beautification is, I'll leave that to your imagination. Because... One's vision of beauty is different from another vision of beauty. But wherever you can be to define beauty, yes, that is the one. And more. He says, God wants to beautify you, number one, but number two, make you what? Prosperous. He wants to crown you with glory. He has crowned you with glory. That's who you are. That is what he has done in what? In Jesus Christ. Now, in Ezekiel, I'm building something here. In Ezekiel, the 34th chapter, 11th verse, the heart of God is revealed in what he intends as a shepherd for us, his word, his sheep. He says, for thus saith the Lord God, verses 11, behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. Now, the heart of God towards salvation for you was that when you were lost, even before you understood who God was, he had a deliberate heart to seek you out, even when you're not able to understand or ready to receive him. That's the grace of God, okay? He seeks us out. He searches us out. Verses 12, as a shepherd seeketh out his own flock in the day, that is among his sheep that are scattered. So will I seek out my sheep, he says, and I'll deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and in the dark day. He says, and I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and I'll bring them to their own land and feed them. Now, this is what he does. Now, I want you to understand the heart of salvation. One, when he gets a man saved, when he seeks out a man and that man receives his lordship, the next thing he does is he makes sure 
He feeds him right. That's important for you to understand. These are the two things of the faith. He says, he wills that all men be saved. Perfect. Next slide. And that they might come to the knowledge of the word of truth. That is a complete salvation. That is a complete salvation. Salvation is not only when you became born again and say, aha, uh -huh, now I can die. Yes, you received it. But you see, God wants you to achieve a perfection. And that perfection comes in the knowledge of the word, of the truth. We have people who say, oh no, it's just all right. As long as he's born again, we don't care how he is or how she lives. No, it's okay, he's born again. No, it's not enough. It's not enough just to be born again. It's also good that you live out the life of salvation perfectly to the fullness. There's a person who's on their deathbed right now and they've received the Lordship of Jesus and they're going to die and they're going to go to heaven. Wonderful. But they have none to show. They have nothing to show. They'll be sitting far from us. That's the truth. While I'm talking with Paul and, you know, we're discussing, they'll be sitting, what? Far from us. Where is the well done, good and faithful servant? Are you hearing me? Now enter thee in your word. Your rest. You see what I'm saying? You can say, oh, he was born again and he made it to heaven. Yay. And I've also had Christians who make very strange sentences. I heard one guy say, you know, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in heaven. I looked at the guy. So we're going to be at the banquet and you'll be at the gate. Some of you better be serious. No way. I asked God. I asked God. Make me sit near Paul. Don't put me far from Elijah. You understand? Jesus did not say it's not possible. He says it's just in the hands of the father. You remember the sons of Zebedee? When the man says, oh, you go. Make sure when these boys get up, they're sitting here. Uh -uh. Jesus said, it's not for me to what? To give such places. But the father in heaven does what? If that means it's possible. I'm still asking. I'm still asking. Praise God. And there are people I don't want to sit far from in heaven. Yes, I'm serious. Because we understand each other in a unique way. Somebody shout hallelujah. But let me go deep here. God does not just want you born again. He wants you to come to the knowledge of the word, of the truth. And this is the journey through Ezekiel. He says, I will bring them out from the people. Verses 13, gather them from the countries, bring them to their own land. Feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers, you see, and in all the habited places of the country. Now, if you're a figurative reader, why is he feeding them besides the rivers? Do you remember the Lord is my shepherd? I shall not want. He leadeth me besides what? And to green what? Pastures. The pastures come with the water. The ministration of truth comes with the experience of the spirit. So the word and the spirit agree. That's a healthy living believer. Praise the Lord Jesus. And four things, four things will happen to a believer that is aligned or positioned right. In fact, there are four fundamental, can I call them principles, that you should be able to look through any ministry to tell whether it is a ministry positioned by God or not. Therefore, it is from a ministry perspective, yes. And from an individual perspective, true also. If you want to know an accurately positioned person or ministry, there are four things. Number one, they are soul winners. Some of you are born again, but you don't talk to anybody about Jesus. Something is wanting. No, no, let me prove it. 
He says, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you and you shall be what? What happens when you receive the Holy Spirit? Come on, talk to me. He says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be what? Witnesses. There is no way you can receive the Holy Spirit and be not a witness. Some way, you must be a winner of souls. Whether you're an evangelist or not. If it's a ministry, every successful ministry, fundamentally, must be a soul-winning ministry. It's very important. Number two, transformation. Every God-positioned ministry has the testimony of transforming hearts and minds. That is why some of you say, Ha, I wish you met me before Fanero. I understand. I'm your pastor. Some of you, I know you. Ay, 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 ay. I have pastored people. Woo! I have pastored all manner of madness. The whole spectrum. Now look at you. You can sit in one place and keep quiet. Somebody shout hallelujah. Some of you, your eyes were red, but they're turning white. Praise God. Some of you, you're returning back home early. Somebody shout hallelujah. Some of you lost friends. What is that? Transformation. It's very, very important for a ministry and an individual. Or if you want to understand a truly positioned individual, you will see transformation in their individual lives. If they were lying people, if they were crazy people, something is changing on their lives. Are you hearing me? That is why when you see these things, never worry how much people criticize you. That can't kill your ministry. Uh-uh. Because those are the things Satan can't do. Satan can't win souls. He would be too stupid. Why would he win souls? To heaven. How? You understand? He would be serving God. You understand? Satan is not there to transform, but to destroy the lives of what? Of people. Number three, family. The very important aspect, never forget that. From a ministry perspective, we must understand the essence of family life. From how a husband treats his wife to how a woman treats her husband and how children submit to their father and mother and are raised in the way they should go. Those are fundamental. Those are very fundamental. No compromise. Praise the Lord Jesus. Well, some of you are not yet married. At least it speaks a lot how you fit in your family. What you are in your household. It's a very important thing. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, there will always be a place of physical multiplication and increase. Those ones will be there in any aspect, whether financial, whichever resources, there will be that physical thing on you that will increase. If you are poor, God will always open certain doors of your provision to show how you're truly provided. Prosperity is one of them. It is one of them. It is one of them. It is one of them. Never forget that. So does that mean that people are poor don't know God? No, that's not what I mean. I know rich people who don't know God. But if somebody's poor, and they know God, it's only a matter of time. Things change. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now let's continue. He says, verses 14, I will feed them in a good pasture. Upon high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. Shall they lie in good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains. I will feed my flock. I will cause them to lie down. That is rest, saith the Lord. I will seek that which was lost. Bring again that which is driven away. And bind up that which is broken. I will strengthen that which was sick. And I will destroy the fat and the strong. And I will feed them with judgment. Give me the 16th verse with the message. Message version. 16th verse says, And I will go after the lost. I will collect the what? The strays. I will doctor the what? The injured. I will build up the what? The weak ones. And oversee the strong ones so that they are not what? Exploited. That is the work of God. 
When you come in the presence, expect to be built up. That is the work of God. When you come in the presence, if you're injured, expect to heal. That is why I want Christians, never run away from the presence because of your mistakes. If you mess up, it doesn't matter how messed up you are. Come and sit at least on the fourth or third row and just sit there. Never run away from the presence of God because of your weakness. Why? Because he wants to doctor the injured. He's collecting the stray. He's building up the weak. He's helping the strong ones to oversee them to make sure that they're not what? They're not exploited. Somebody said hallelujah. That when you are strengthened by God, you're not cheated in the blessing God has placed on your life. Oh, that's deep. That is so deep. But I'll leave that to the mature. Somebody said hallelujah. So even in Peter, he has said we were not bought by corruptible things like silver and gold. No, 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 no. You are purchased by blood. And it's amazing that when he talks about perishable, corruptible, he's talking about gold, some of the most expensive metals on the earth. He says, no, those are corruptible. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout glory to God. Now, let me jump to where I wanted. Let's go back to Isaiah 62. Now, let's go to verses uh, 12. <laughs> You're going to love this. And he says, let's read. And they shall call them, who? The believers. They shall call them the what? The holy people. Listen. The redeemed of the Lord, he says, and thou shalt be called sought out. Thou shalt be called sought out. The Bible says, a city not what? Now, there's a difference between to seek and to seek out. If I lose a pin, I'm seeking. If it falls in grass, I'm seeking my pin. If I lose a golden ring, I'm seeking it out. Who gets the difference? If I lose a pin, I'm seeking it. If I lose a golden ring, I'm what? I'm seeking it out. It's precious. Now, let me read for you the Hebrew word for sought out, which is daurash. Now, listen to the words. They shall call you sought out. Or they shall call you one that has to be sought. You are the one men will seek. Directly meaning... You are the one people are supposed to be seeking. You're not the one supposed to be seeking people. You're the one people are supposed to be looking for. You're not the one supposed to follow up their phone calls because they promised you. They're the ones supposed to call you because you promised them. They're seeking out for you. You're not the one supposed to collect on their wisdom and feed on their knowledge. No, they're the ones supposed to seek you out and collect or feed on your wisdom and knowledge. It is not the other way around. He's saying, they shall call you that which men seek what? After. Another word for Daurash is to resort to. Let me explain it in English. That means when people try everything in the world and it fails, Okay, let me make it more simpler. When they say we're looking for a cure of something X and they don't have an answer, who do they seek? Apostle Grace, you understand? When they cannot fix their financial issues, who do they seek? Who do they resort to? That means you are that option. When all the options have failed, then they come to you. Somebody conceive this thing like a woman conceives life. When things are failing, you're the one they resort to. You're the one they'll say, ah, I think we need this fellow. We can't do it without this woman. That means, if by mistake, they bypassed you, 
a time will come where God will cause them. They'll still come back and say, but we left a deep guy. The guy hadn't done anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody say, I am sought out. Listen to another definition of Daurash, to consult. <laughs> oh, I hear consultants. No, listen. We are the consultants. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, if you're a consultant by profession, it is even deeper. Because you are the consultant. The rest are consultants in your field. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, oh, who understood it? You are the what? The rest are consultants. You are the consultant. Why? Because there is something upon your life that makes you different from everybody that will consult. Why? The spirit of God is on your life. You remember when Joseph told Pharaoh the dream? Pharaoh said, I see no man in whom the spirit of God is that can manage this thing. Those are the days we're entering. And let me prophesy upon your life. Some of you people are about to look for you. Not because they don't have options. But all the options available to them are inferior to the glory of God operating on your life. Hey, 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 receive it. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout glory to God. I'm not saying that they will not have options. I'm only saying the options they will have will be inferior. Somebody shout, I'm sold out. Somebody shout hallelujah. Another word for Daurash. Demand. Now, I want you to conceive all this. We are on just one word here. We are not going far. That means you will be the demand. Men will put a demand on your anointing. Men will put a demand on your intellect. Men will put a demand on your skill. Men will put a demand on your abilities. Men will put a demand on your talent. If you have understood this, you will never look for a job again. Because when they look for somebody to hire, you are the demand. You are the demand. Some of you, in a few months, in a few years, you're even going to have less sleep. Not because you don't want to sleep, but the demand of God on your life will overwhelm. Will overwhelm. You will not be busy because you want to be busy. No, you will be busy because actually everyone wants to have a piece of what's operating on your life. I don't know when I'm talking to somebody. Pastors here, do you understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah, glory to God. The world is opening for us. Europe is opening for us. Asia is opening for us. UK is opening for us. The islands are opening for us. It will come to us to say, you know, I want to rest. Let me tell you, this is the truth. If I should honor all the invitations I have in a year, you'd next see me after three years. Omo, and that's the truth. Hey! May men seek you out. I said, may men seek you out. May your schedules become so busy. Not by power, not by might, but by the spirit of the living. Not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of the living God.
Listen, Darash. The other word is investigated. <laughs> if people are not investigating you, but how, 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 how do the people come? How, where do they, how, what secrets does he use? How? <laughs> oh, some of you are going to investigate your wealth because you will have more than your salary can pay you. <laughs> Glory to God. And you will not be a thief. <laughs> Glory to God. But by the time you're investigated, by the time somebody takes time to invest their time and lose what they're supposed to be doing and just go on the internet just to investigate who is Grace Rubega. No, I'm in the fulfillment. Don't feel sorry for me. And then they might conclude wrong about you and it's okay. At least they took time to leave their other business to focus on what? You. Don't you get it? You're the one running, the spectators. Are you hearing me? That's why they look at you. That's why they investigate you. If you are the spectator, you'll be the one watching us run. Oh, oh. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody shout hallelujah. Some of you, there are people right now who understand what I'm saying. Even at your workplace, you're being investigated right now. Where does she get the money? You know, in my days of banking, they used to teach us anti-money laundry and stuff. And they teach you how, you know, how to cite people who are sort of accessing bank money. Could be. And one of the suspicions, eh? extravagant lifestyles. So they used to say. So that means... Even though you're a banker, there are things you are not supposed to have because you are a what? A banker. Or there were things that were expected for you to have. Okay, he borrowed and so that's expected. We remember we gave him a loan, so if he's driving like a Jeep, yeah, it's the loan we gave him. Their problem is when you're driving the car, yet you didn't borrow from the bank. What are your alternative sources of income? How come they are not being declared? Mama, mama, mama. Am I talking to somebody? Some of you are about to be investigated. And people rightly say, where does she get the money? Where does he get the money? Those are good conversations to come on you. Are you hearing me? Especially when you know that you have not done anything wrong. God has anointed you to be investigated. It is the will of God that you'll confound your neighbor. Are you hearing me? You bypass and pass with a nice cup. And they're like, what does this guy deal in? I have a spiritual daughter here. God opened a very, very amazing door for her. And she had been praying for it. We used to pray. She used to come. And then one day, it opened up and she got a lot of money. And then her friend started saying, she sells her body. She sells her body. And she said, can you believe people say, I sell my body? And said, huh. Now you're living the God life. May men suspect you in Jesus' mighty name. May they put up stories because they can't explain your success. That is who you are. Somebody saw glory. Oh, I've been investigated. One time they sent people from government. They found us in Mukono. So, who are you? 
in Mukono, government folk, somebody told them, there's a young man there, he's called Apostle Grace. There's something on his life. I'd not yet come to Kampala. I felt sorry for them. I said, when I come, there, they started asking, uh-huh, so, who is your father? Paolo Matovu. Do you have a degree? Yes. In what? Swasa. So, did you go to theology school? No. So, these young people who follow you, how do they come? I said, I wish you started from there. <laughs> That's why you're here. I told them, the Holy Spirit draws them. Oh, so you mean other people don't have the Holy Spirit? I told them, they have them. I just don't know how they use him. <laughs> oh, may you be investigated. May you be investigated. Some of you, you're too hid that people can't even remember your name. Far from you in Jesus' name. You repeat your name to somebody three times and they still can't get it. Who? Mark. Who? Mark. Who? Mark. No. 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 They should say your name once and they say, are you talking about? Somebody shout hallelujah. Praise God. The other word is study. <laughs> I'm loving this. The other word is what? Study. People will study you and i've seen it also let me tell you every week every week almost people fly into uganda just to study for and go back just to study every week i get people from out of the country just to come and study what are you guys doing so how are you doing it what do you mean by manifests and they're writing what notes that is what god is talking about that is what god is talking about and some of you, I see people coming from far. You might think it's far, but it's not far. It's so near than you think. I see people coming from far to study your work. Somebody said hallelujah. There's one more I want to read. To care for. <laughs> to care for. People will care for you. Did you understand it? That's why he says, no longer shall you say, I am rejected, I'm desolate. No, you will not be rejected. People will want to care for you. God will bless people for your convenience. For your convenience. Every office you enter, somebody will know you and want to do you good. This is big. I wish somebody understands what I'm saying. When you take a proposal, they will want to consider that one because they care for you. When they hear your name somewhere. One time there's a lady, she had never come to Fanero. And then somebody mentioned Fanero and mentioned negatively. Hey, 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 hey. Shh, don't even talk about that man. Do you know him? Then she went on and on ranting. And then one day she met me and said, I fought for you before I met you. And in my heart, I'm like, glory. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. God will put people to work for your good. God will place people in front of you to advantage you. God will put people in front of you to advance you. God will get people just to interpret 
when you need an interpreter for your dream, God will position people there when you need them. When you need them. And some of you have never been in the hardest situations. But one day you will wake up in a very hard situation and God will prove to you, I had already known it was coming. And not only that, I had already provided for somebody to care for you. To care for you. To care for you. Recently, I was flying to US and then I reached the airport, one airport, connecting flight. And what is there? Grace Lubega. So this woman is waiting for me. And I say, I'm the one. She says, come. She says, sir, we are sorry. Our flights were overbooked. Are you following? Our flights were overbooked. And much as we had booked you for this class, we're going to downgrade you to this class because our flights are overbooked. And I told them, I would understand if I had bought my ticket the last day or last week, but I bought my ticket a month ago. How can you tell me my seat? Of all the seats, of all the seats in this class, my one seat is the one overbooked one month ago. I paid my ticket one month ago. And I told them, this is the devil. I can't take it. And then, as with somebody, and this person sent a message to somebody. Oh, phone call started running up. Now, I'm seated there, but people are fighting battles for Grace Rubega. They fought and fought and fought and fought. <laughs> eventually, eventually, my seat was reinstated. Eventually. And they had to tell some guy that there are seats we can give out, but not this one. Now, I don't know who fought for me up there. But all I know is phone calls were moving. That's what God means to put people ahead of you to make sure. To make sure that you're not exploited. Some things are spiritual. And this is the hard truth. I'm going to say it, but it's hard. I was the only black man in that class. It's painful. I stood up and I walked through just to make sure I see which race is here. I was the only black man in that class. And I realized, why do they get the seat of one black man? You understand what I'm saying? I don't want to go beyond my suspicions, but I have questions. You get my point? But whether I'm this color or another color, I have a God. God will put people ahead of you to make sure that you're not cheated. God will place people ahead of you to make sure that your dues are not taken. How? I don't know. But God will cause men to fight battles for you as if you hired them. Yet you did not pay them a penny. I've seen Muslims fight for me. I've seen Afis fight for me. One time I was taking a flight. I think I shared that story long ago. And then I reached to the counter. And they told me the counter is closed. You're late for the flight. I don't know a random woman I've never met came and said, I saw this man long ago. He had arrived long ago. My heart told me, should I say I'm not the one or shouldn't I say? The Spirit of the Lord told me, shh, Rubega, shh. This man has been here. I saw him long ago. How can you refuse to take him in? I think he even came earlier than others. The Bible says, and he said not a word. Then she pointed to this guy and said, I'm going to tell the supervisor. Okay, okay, okay. We shall check him in. 
And then they check me in and give me my boarding pass. The moment they do this, let me even help you carry your bags. She carried my bags to the flight. I never saw her again. I'm still looking for her. I'm still looking for that woman. What am I trying to say? God will always put people to care for you. Your children will never be at a disadvantage. Your family will never be at a disadvantage. Your name will be mentioned and your children will go through places no man can enter. Somebody shout hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? They say, ah, that's mm-mm's daughter, don't touch. That is so and so's son, don't touch. Touch others, but not that one. Why? Because you have a covenant with God. That is a beautified life. That is a beautified life. It is possible for you to be advantaged through your life. It's possible. Things don't have to come hard for us. We refuse that. We refuse that in the mighty name of Jesus. No, 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 no. That is what he has promised us all who believe. Now, whether you choose to take it or not, that is the word. That is the truth. You're sought out. I said you're sought out. Somebody right now is dreaming, but they are dreaming about you. Somebody has an idea of placing somebody in a certain company and you're the name, you're the name they are thinking. They cannot think another one. Even when you're praying, that's what you say. Father, when they are looking for a human resource manager, let them look for me, not another person. Somebody shout hallelujah. When they are looking for the engineer, oh, I didn't say for an engineer. Consultant. The consultant. Apostle. The apostle. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, so, what about me? Also, you put they. We have enough theys. And after you take all, there will still be enough for everyone who will believe this message after. That's why in my meditation of prayer, I don't pray less. Let me tell you, this is a secret. Some of us don't even ask anymore. Because we are in the position of before you ask, I will answer. So we talk to God like he's answering. Thank you, because I'm the choice. Thank you, because I'm the solution. Thank you, because I'm the answer. Thank you, because I'm the advantage. Thank you, because I'm the progress. Thank you, because I'm the light. I am the light. He says, meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. And meditate upon them that your profiting may appear upon all. That everyone who sees you will say, truly this woman is going somewhere. Believe it. I don't care where it has found you. It might find you right now and the debt on your head. You even fear people looking at you. Perhaps one person might spot you and they take you tonight. But begin from here and raise your faith and say, Father God, I have understood your will for my life. And from today, I will not seek out. They will seek me. The Bible says, ten shall come and hold on you. And say, let us go with you. For we have heard that the Lord is with you. The Bible says, you shall not go to them. They shall come to you. I take that thing serious. And some of you call it pride, but for me it's not pride. Unless when I'm looking for a sinner, a lost one, that one I will go to them. Because Jesus left the 99 to go for that one. But the rest of the powers in the world, if they never seek me, it shall be okay. It's not pride. Why? The one after them will seek me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Kings come to prophets. Not prophets to kings. No. 
If you've not gotten enough glory, seek God and wait. One day, that phone call will come. If it has not yet come, just hold your peace and speak your tongues. But some of you, you buy favors, you go places you're not supposed to go. You even laugh at men who are not funny. <laughs> you're funny. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop buying favor. Have some pride on your life. And then you have Christians who have this thing of, hey, they take pictures with non-believers and say, I'm a friend too. Let me tell you. 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 The only person I can admire to have a picture with is a born-again believer. That is the truth. I don't care how much power. Oh, they saw you in a picture. So what? Uh -uh. I'd rather take a picture with an usher and say, God, I'm privileged. That I am taking a picture with somebody. I'm going to heaven. But some of you, you're so colonized in your minds. You're born again, but you're with guys who are in the world and you're trying to... Then you drop names. She's my friend. He's my friend. Why? God said they will seek you out stop seeking them out stop buying favors no if you believe and you're doing that you don't yet know who you are some people call it pride no let me tell you do you know that certain realities in faith are like pride did you know that certain realities in faith are like pride Paul says where is our boasting serving faith you cannot say I believe and not look like you're boasting you cannot. Listen. He says, where is our boasting? He says, by what law? Of works? Nay. But by the law of faith. That means the law of faith will make you boast. People will think you're proud and say, look at him. Look at her. She's all speaking like she's something. Oh yeah, I'm some. Beautified by God. Made prosperous by God. Perfected in beauty. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anointed by God. The head and not the tail, above and not beneath, treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of power might be of God, being made priests and kings to the most high God, fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm being humble to be in the flesh. Somebody said hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, know who you are. Yeah. If what I have is not enough for you to call me, I will keep seeking God until you can't avoid me. Until you can't ignore me. Hey! Who understands what I'm saying? If they're still ignoring you, you have not yet sought God enough. Seek him. King shall come to your rising. Because you are fair. Everything I touch. I was always the man who always entered a meeting. I was always the man that sat back. I was always the man that sat back. I was always that man. You ask anyone who was with me before I started preaching. As never the man who sought, I was the man who sat back. And then somebody taps you and say, You don't belong here. Let's go. Praise God. Then you bypass them. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. I saw you. Good to see you. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. I swear God has called us. Don't seek out. Seek God. 
if God sought you, no, 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 let's talk about it. Let me now get to where some of us understand. If God came from heaven, <laughs> they will come. I say they will come. Treasure in Athens vessel, they will come. Glory of God, they will come. Something is about to happen to somebody. A miracle is about to happen to somebody. People are going to pick you out and say, I was praying and you came to my mind. Oh, some of you, they will not say even praying. They will not even be believers. They will say, I was thinking. There's a reason why nobody could interpret the dream of Pharaoh except a man in prison. And regardless of what they had arrested him for, there was a glory on his life that could not keep him regardless of the scandal. Because Egypt needed him more than his scandal. Supposed scandal. Who understands what I'm saying? Regardless of what the world has put on you, God can beautify your life oh and i'm talking to you single women single mothers who think that i had two children this did this oh, oh, oh wait 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 they'll come looking for single mothers they'll not even come they'll come looking for you the single mother a guy will go in prayer and the revelation will be she's a mother of three if she has two or none she's not the one you're joking you're joking praise the lord jesus Recently, we were at the wedding, and a man said, For me, I asked God for a woman who does not give birth because I'd already had children. Imagine when it sits on you, your weakness can become strength. <laughs> You're trying to change your nose, somebody's looking for exactly somebody shout hallelujah! Glory to God! They want you that short, they want you that hey don't try to no 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 just sit where you are position yourself and say marakodaba sokata lakata matora digaba now raise your voice and start to pray and all i do i shall prosper everything i touch Come on, pray. Let's open our voices and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. This is the moment to say, God, I receive everything. Confess words. I am sought after. The demand is on me. Oh, the consultation is of me. Oh, Come on, open your mouth. Pray, pray, pray. You're opening certain portals. Great opportunities are opening up for you. When they seek men to bless, they seek for you. Come and open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Mashara kata katara barade. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Something is happening. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Sharako badiga, masopata kalade. 
Mareke dege dege. Masori badiga. Sopari dege. I feel God had created this moment for you to give you the key to open something for you, for your ministry, for your family, for your life. Come on, open your mouth. Masaraga dega tola bayera ba. Morekota ba dego sararararaba. Sorakota manego sire. Masorikatobaradega Masanga teleke, masopara tegede, ropa lagadiga, magaradigado, saga telekade, sold out by God, 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 a city not forsaken, sold out by God, not rejected, erakota, the Lord's delights. Your land shall be married to God. Your land shall be married to God. Your heart will bring forth fruits. Erakotada. Only God can bring forth. Matogodogo. Mashakataka. Sarabadegote. Masaparataga. Madagayere barade. Sopakanda. Matakarade. Sopakatalaga. Randagate. Masobagaye. Matagatelepa. Kababarana, Sabagataka, Masapataka, Maragataka, Makaparadaga, Sabaradegete, Maralekota, Masapaga, Magadele, Matagate, Mategeba, Sobabarada, Rakatalade, Sobagate, Samaga, Marakata, Makayaba. The anointing of God that makes things possible is here. The anointing of God that moves men is here. The anointing of God that changes history. Oh, Kabalade, that aligns destinies is here. Masabaka, Rakatalaba, the beauty of the Lord, the beauty of the Lord, the glory of God. May men seek you. May men seek you. May they seek your wisdom. May they seek your abilities. May they seek your gifting. May they seek your talent. May they seek your skill. May they seek your potential. May they seek your intellect. May they seek your counsel. May they seek your reasoning. Makabaradega. Sopanagota. Matakatalaba. Sapatalata. Makayaraba. Mabaradegodo. Masopalale. Masopakata. Matagatalapa. Rakonde Badiga. Sopalakate. Matogatilaka. Nasopadigato. Saparale. Marakoda. May God send people to care for you. To care for you. To care for you. To care for you. Marakotila. Masopadika. Mapredegota. Maranegoti. Masokoliga. 
Saralagate, Makabagate, Mashomala, Ropadaga, Makakabaya, Magodeleba, Shapaleka, Marebaridoga, Somatagata, Soparani, Masokabara, Romalagatoga, Masamilego, Ayaga, Soparani, Masomati, Hosapara, Rogotama, Sapakanda, Masapaya, Come on, pray. Maradigo, Matobalia, Somadigato, Ayabaga, Rokobadega, Masopalada, Masopanda, Masokoto, Yerivade. God says, I will not rest until you become. I will not rest until you become. I will not rest until you become. God said, I will not rest until you get your peace, until you get your victory. Until you get your breakthrough, until you get your answer, until your righteousness will shine and your vindication will come forth in the mighty name of Jesus. It will radiate as a burning torch. The light of God settles on you. God says heaven will not rest until it works for you. Heaven will not rest until you progress. Hope heaven will not rest until you advance. Heaven will not rest until you make it. The Bible says birds have nests. But the Son of God has no place to rest. Why has he no place to rest? Because he's working for you. He ever liveth to make intercession for you. Rabo Goteleba. Foxes have holes. But God, he says, I don't need a house. I don't need a hole. I am ever working. The Father is always ever advantaging you. Advancing you. Progressing you. I want you to give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. As a pastor, one of the most blessed opportunities I have had is to see these things working in many of you. Because many of you, I knew you. I saw the shoes you wore. I saw the bags you carried. I saw the hair on your head. And I can testify that I've seen God do things in our lives. Come on, clap for that God. And you might be here and you have not seen it yet. Hold on a little while. Hold on a little while it will come. Be patient. Maybe yours has delayed because it's bigger. But in my spirit, I have no doubts that you will make it somehow. Somebody shout hallelujah. It doesn't matter how, but it will work. God will not rest. He will not rest until your peace is there. You're sick in your body. God is delivering people right now. You spirit of infirmity and disease. I command you to loose. In Jesus' name. Spirits of darkness, we command you out. You swelling, I command you. Get out! Thank you, Lord. You spirit of death, 
I command you to loose. You know the devil easily takes some people. Every spirit of death. If you are the sound of my voice, I command you to come out. Get out! You will not die an early death. No, sir. You will live a full life. Get out! Every spirit of death at the sound of my voice. I command you out. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Somebody has a spirit of alcoholism. You have tried to stop, but it has failed. <laughs> you spirit of alcoholism. Get out. Somebody is addicted to alcohol. Your family is addicted. Everyone in your family almost has drunk or some have actually died of it. Spiritual husbands are the sound of my voice. <laughs> Do you know the number one cause of fibroids? Is spiritual husbands. Some people don't know. You spirit of darkness, loose. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, if you've never given your life to Christ, if you want to be born again, you're going to repeat this as after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you because you died for my sins and was raised for my glory. Tonight, I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. I am born again. Amen. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero. Make manifest.